Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Boardwalk Hardwood Floors Blues booth. Boardwalk Hardwood Floors has great floors for every home with locations in West County, South County, St. Charles County, and our new location in Mid-County. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Valley Sports doing a great job on the postgame after Blues playoff games, including after the incredible win last night, coming back from 3-0, winning 5-4 in overtime on time on Tyler Bozak's goal. John Kelly does a great job on the postgame show at Ball Arena, and he'll be back tomorrow for Game 6. Who would have thought that would be the case? J.K. with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN, as he is every Thursday morning. J.K., good morning. How you doing? Doing great, Randy. How are you today? We're having a great time, as you might imagine. And uh, we asked Jeremy Rutherford earlier, from your point of view, how did that happen? You know, Randy, it's um, it's still unbelievable t- to me um, the morning after. It, it really is. Uh, I was sitting in the corner watching the game, and, you know, I felt the Blues were playing well midway through the second uh, to the end of the period, they're down by two. And then, you know, midway through the third, they're still playing well, but not much is going on. And I'll be honest with you, I was sort of starting to think in my head what I was going to ask my guest on the postgame show. You know, what, you know, great, great try, great season, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, Robert Thomas scores. And then you're thinking, okay, the guys are coming now and they're really coming. And then, of course, you know, they tie the game and then McKinnon scores that unbelievable goal. Uh, going end to end, and then you know, obviously, what happened happened. They tied the game and won in overtime. So, you know, I don't want to say gave up, Randy, but um, I, I thought that th- they were down for uh, the, the five count, so to speak, and uh, they got off off the mat. And if the Blues come back and win this series, uh, the Avalanche are going to look back at this game and say we had them twice. We had them when it was three nothing, and we had them when it was four three. We let them off the mat, and it's still to me, it's one of the best comebacks in Blues playoff history you know close to the Monday Night Miracle Randy um, but it's different obviously Um, but in some respects it was even a better comeback so really quite remarkable you know less than 24 hours later. John a lot of teams in the NHL wouldn't have the guts that the Blues had or the resiliency that the Blues had last night it's in their DNA how much of that comes from Craig Berube? Well you know he's a great coach and he's he's a positive coach and um, you know, he always says to his, his team and his players, you know, if things aren't going well for you individually or as a team, you've got to stick with it. And, you know, Robert Thomas is a prime example. Um, Robert Thomas has not had a great playoff. Um, it's not that he's been awful, um, but last night it finally broke through for him. And, you know, again, I mentioned I was in the corner at ice level. When he came down in the second period, I mentioned this in the postgame show, he had a semi-breakaway on left wing, and it was right in front of me. And Kemper made a really good glove save, and Robert Thomas 
skated out into the corner after the whistle and just sort of looked up into the sky as if to say, when am I going to score? So he stuck with it, even though he, he got robbed and he, you know, he couldn't buy a goal. And, and that, to me, was an example of, of sticking with things. So um, the, the coach was positive, and the Blues stuck with their what was going well, and, and they got rewarded. So it, it was fun to see. So obviously the coach deserves a lot of credit, yes. And J.K., obviously all of us have been waiting for Thomas and Tarasenko to do something. And we get down on Vladdy, and that was, he had a good first round series, that hat trick against Minnesota. They they obviously needed that to win. But when we look at big picture, he's still fifth among all active players in goals per game in the playoffs. And sometimes we don't see it from him, but there's always that opportunity that Vladdy's going to step up, isn't there? Well, he's a game-breaker, Randy, and we saw it in Game 5 against Minnesota. I mean, he was fairly quiet for two periods, and then, you know, boom, he scores in the first minute of the third, which turns out to be the winning goal, and then scores on a laser a couple of minutes later. So he's always a threat. I think what frustrates, you know, some fans at times is that they see Vladdy score goals like that and think, well, he can do it all the time. Well, that's not realistic, obviously. Um, So sometimes he is quiet. But obviously, he's always a big threat. And I think that the coach had a good read on putting Thomas back together with, with Vladi and Buchnevich. Um, that line was, was really good again. And, you know, Buchnevich, of course, played another strong game. So uh, that's the thing about Vladi. He's a game breaker. And when he's on your side, you just never know when he can pop one in for you. And he did that last night. And on the opposition, I know that you felt this way that eventually Nathan McKinnon is going to have that breakout game. Hopefully last night was his breakout game of the series and, and that's it. Well, you have to acknowledge Randy. He's a great player, right? He's awesome. and he also had, a, he had a great game. Um, and if I would have told you, Randy and Michelle and, and everyone else that, you know, after four games, the blues would hold McKinnon, Rantanen and McCarr to no goals not counting Rantanen's empty net goal, you would have said, well, the Blues are leading the series 3-1, to one, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that wasn't the case. So in, in a way, um, Colorado was fortunate that their big guns um, had not really lit into the Blues or made a big difference in the series, not that they were playing poorly. And then last night, obviously, he just had a, a game for the ages. And, you know, again, his goal with, you know, three and a half minutes left was amazing. So... You know, that's going to be the challenge for the Blues, though. The next two games, hopefully there are two, obviously, is now McKinnon's got it going and he's got, you know, even more confidence. So it's going to be a challenge to keep him in check tomorrow night and and hopefully Sunday. John, uh, Craig Berube making a tweak last night, swapping Ivan Barbashev and Alexei Toropchenko on the third and fourth lines. I want to ask you about Toropchenko, though, specifically. What did you think of his game last night? I liked it. I've liked his game, you know, really... All year long, and you know, he at times he hasn't played a whole lot, um, but you know, there are, there are three things I like about his, Torpchenko. He, he's a great skater. I mean, great skater, powerful skater. He, he's very big and physical. Takes the body, but you know, if you watch him play, he's a smart player. He really is. He reads the play well. He, he reads the forecheck well, and he's not afraid to go to the net. So he he brings a lot of qualities. But you know, here's a kid that has played what, you know, I don't know, thirty NHL games roughly, right? So he's got a lot of learning to do and growing to do. But um, if you have a kid that is six, six or five, whatever he is, that can skate like that and is smart and and can forecheck, um, he's going to be a really good player down the road. So um, quite surprising for a young player to, to really come out of nowhere and to now be a regular in the Blues lineup. Final thing for me, John Kelly, and that is Ville Husso. 
Colorado with 18 shots in the first, and the Blues defense buckled down in the last three periods. Two periods in overtime, they allowed 16. And two of the four that Ville let in, well, heck, and you can count that McKinnon goal. No goalie in the league probably stops that. But there were a couple of deflections, too. I thought overall Ville played pretty well. I, I do. And I think, Randy, last night's game was um, indicative of how he's played in a lot of games. I mean, there have been some games this year where the Blues have just blown away teams and they've won, you know, 5-1 or 7-2 or whatever, and you didn't really have to count on your goalie. But, you know, a lot of nights, Billy tends to to bend but doesn't break, if you know what I mean. He'll let in a goal or two, and last year, of course, he had the tendency to let in early goals. But he's a fighter, and he was a fighter last night, and he made some remarkable saves. I mean, in the first period alone, um, Manson had a great shorthanded chance. McKinnon had another chance he didn't score on. Um, in, in the third, he made some great saves to keep the Blues in the game. So, again, I think last night was sort of a typical Billy Huso game. He did bend a little bit, but didn't break. And I, I think people can't overlook the fact that he kept the Blues in the game for a good portion of last night's contest. John, one of the big questions heading into tomorrow night's game is going to be how do the Colorado Avalanche turn the page mentally? You were there. Can you just describe to us what the feeling was like in the arena after Tyler Bozak put it away for the Blues? Uh, they were stunned, to say the least. And, um, and I'll take you back a few minutes earlier, Michelle, when, when Rand, or, uh, McKinnon scored his third goal. And they had to throw 3,000 hats on the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were jumping in the aisles and, you know, playing their theme songs and things like that. And I think they felt at that point the series was over. And obviously it wasn't over. It, it really it really was an amazing turnaround of emotion. And you know what? I thought about it on the plane home last night. Because they threw all those hats on the ice, and obviously it's tradition, it's a great tradition, but it took a good five minutes to clean them up. I think it really was a break for the Blues because it got the Blues time to, to sort of reset and, and, and not rest, but to also get, you know, gather their thoughts and, and get more composed because that was a dagger to the heart. When, when, you know, we had tied the game and then he scores a goal like that. So I think you know, that tradition last night really hurt the avalanche because it gave the Blues time to get composed, and obviously they tied the game. And how would you like to spend 30 bucks on a cap and then lose the game? <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it, it was ama- there were a lot of caps, Randy, I'll tell you. It was it unbelievable. Was, uh, it really was. and uh, But, you know, it's a great tradition in hockey, but I think in this case it really hurt the avalanche. John Kelly, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. All right, my pleasure. See you later. That is the Voice of the Blues on Bally Sports, John Kelly. And don't forget, Bally doing a great job with their post-game shows after every Blues game that's seen on TNT or ESPN. How about that? Great point by John that... Nathan McKinnon notching a hat trick actually could have been the thing that helped recharge the Blues. Great point. And he's right. They got time to reset, gather themselves, get a little breather, and then we know what happened. Yep. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. 
and in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with... Just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.